Welcome to episode two of Disrupting Education. I'm Megan Nix, a fifth and sixth grade teacher from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Today I'd like to talk to you about what I've come to know as the easiest feedback hack ever. If you are thinking about going gradeless in your classroom or just moving towards giving your students better quality feedback in general during the school day, then I have a really easy game-changing tip for you today that you could start as early as tomorrow. It's called talking to your kids. (laughs) That may sound like the silliest thing in the world. Of course, you're talking to your kids all day long, but what I'm talking about is the change in the way you're talking to your kids. You are the biggest influence on the culture in your classroom, the language that you choose to use with your students and how you talk to them about their assignments is going to have an impact on how they view their learning. If you'd like to shift the culture in your classroom to one that is focused on learning, where your students feel empowered to take control of their own learning and know what their next steps are for their growth, then what you need to be using is what's called the SE to our model. I first learned about this model in reading the text Hacking Assessment and then dug further into it in the book Assessment 3.0 by Mark Barnes. I believe Mark Barnes is actually the forefather of the SE2R formula. If you'd like to know more about it after listening to this cast, I highly recommend you check out his book Assessment 3.0. So, SE2R stands for Summarize, Explain, Revise, and Resubmit. After reading Mark's book, Assessment 3.0, this formula just stuck in my brain, and I found that it had a big impact on how I was talking to my students and changed feedback in my classroom for the better. Not only is SE2R, a formula you can use when giving written feedback to your students, I have actually found that once you embrace it and get comfortable with it, the language just starts to become something that you use regularly in how you talk to your kids when you're conferencing with them or just bebopping around the classroom during the day and checking in and looking at their work. Um, It's a formula that can help you to make sure your feedback is focusing on giving them a clear direction and not just ending up in praise or ending up with too many pieces for them to change and the students not quite knowing where to go with it. So instead of praising a student, for example, I have students in my classroom who seem to be so on top of it academically and are always hitting all of the requirements and all of the grade level standards and expectations. And I find myself, or in the past found myself, leaning more on praise as I was talking to them. So a student might call me over to show me an essay that they're working on. And and before SE2R formula, I'd say, wow, you've gotten so much done. Or I'm so impressed with fill in the blank here. Um, And praise is what happened first. What SE2R formula and the focus on feedback has helped me to realize is that those students need more than just our praise. If we truly want those quote unquote A students to have an intrinsic desire to learn and to keep doing better and not just doing good enough to get the A, then we need to be giving them more than praise. So 
with summarize, explain, revise, and resubmit, I've now found myself not jumping to praise and instead saying something like, I see you've written five complete paragraphs. Have you thought about using a few more sources in there to support what you're saying? Take a look at paragraph one and I'll be back around to check in on you. That simple, quick piece just changed the thoughts around learning for that student. Instead of, wow, yep, I'm awesome and I'm always doing it right. It was, hey, I see that you've done a great job. Here's an idea for how you could take that a step further. And here's a direction for you to give it a try and resubmit that to me. So again, it's summarize what they've done well, explain something that they could do further or correct, and then give them a chance to revise what they've done so far and resubmit it to you. Or i.e., work on that paragraph, and I'm going to come back around and check in on it. So SE2R formula is incredibly helpful for those students who are doing well. It's also helpful for those students who are struggling with a standard or with a skill or a concept. And sometimes you sit down and they've got an overwhelmingly amount of things that need to be worked on. You find yourself getting sucked into sitting right there with that student, which Yes, they need the extra time and they need the one-on-one from you, but you also need to keep moving from student to student in order to make sure you're getting time for all of them and figuring out how do you empower that student who is maybe not quite hitting grade level or still trying to catch up with some standards without them feeling like they need you right there to do it. So SE2R formula can be your answer in that situation as well. For example, I may sit down with a student who's got a lot of words typed out in their document as they're working on maybe an essay, that same assignment that I was just talking about. And as I sit down and look at it, I can see that the ideas maybe are not organized. There are grammar issues. There are spelling and punctuation issues. There are issues with copy and pasted from sources, and all of these things that we often see with a student who maybe is a a lower writer or not quite at grade level standard if I'm thinking about a fifth or a sixth grade example. But I need to, in that moment, find something that the student can feel empowered to tackle. What is their current writing goal? And think about keeping my feedback to them focused on that. So if I were going to use SE2R formula for that student, I would think about, okay, what is the one thing that this student is focusing on right now? What are their goals? And my feedback can help to guide them back towards that strength that we're currently trying to build. So with that student, I might say, I see that you've gotten a good start getting your ideas on the paper. Your topic is not very clear in your introduction, however, and is still too broad. I want you to look back at the example introductions that we discussed. Remember how we looked at those broad topics and how the author picked one specific thing they were going to write about and and leaned in on that on their introduction. How could you make your topic more clear and specific? I'd like you to go look at those examples we looked at as a class and try revising this introduction. I'll come back around in about 10 minutes to check in with you. Now that student is left with some empowerment to take a look at, a reminder about what their writing goal is right now, and also has been given some direction and example to look at. Because one of the biggest issues with feedback can be to say to a student, your introduction is not very clear, doesn't always help the student. If they knew how to make their introduction clear, 
they would have done it the first time. So the thing that I think is really cool about the SE2R model is that kind of redirection that you can give to a student, point them back to to a lesson that you've done. Point them back to an example that they've seen and might just need to take a closer look at or an anchor chart somewhere in your room or some sort of online resource that you've posted and you've shown to them. Or sometimes it is like, sit down, let me show you really quickly what I'm talking about. And now you give it a try and resubmit it to me and reminding them that, that their learning process is always a growing thing. There's always room to go back and correct things or try things again and resubmit them to you so that that learning conversation is always ongoing and never ending. So SE2R formula doesn't just work for writing as well. I found that as I've gotten comfortable with the language and that little acronym, if you will, is in my head all the time, I can have these conversations with students across all subject areas too. So for example, in math, you know, you might say, You've gotten a start with your problem solving, and I see your efforts to work with the numbers. It's hard right now to see how one step leads into another, however. Remember how I organized the problem when we did our practice together on the board? And here I'd point back to, you know, the the problem on the board that's posted and how steps were organized and put together. Try redoing problem number two in a more organized way so we can both see your thinking. And then let me know when you're finished. I'll be back around and we can check in on that together. Okay. So that student I may have in the past got sucked into sitting right there and helping them as they completed all of their math problems, reminding them over and over to stay organized. Instead, with a focus on feedback and a change in my language, I've said, hey, I know you can do this. You've got the tools to correct these steps. Why don't you go ahead and try that again? So... These are just small changes that you can make in your language. Like I said, starting tomorrow, um, SE2R formula can be used for written feedback. It can be used for verbal feedback. And eventually, as you get comfortable with it, it's going to change the way that you talk about learning with your students. Leaning towards a more feedback focus is going to have a strong impact on your higher students, your lower students, and those students in the middle. So think about giving it a try. Again, it's S-E-2-R, summarize, explain, revise, and resubmit. If you'd like to learn some more, I highly encourage you to check out Mark Barnes' book, Assessment 3.0. It's a great starting point for that shift from grades to being more feedback-focused. I'm Megan Nix. This has been Disrupting Education.